Professor Galston coined ecocide at the Conference on War and National Responsibility in Washington, where he also proposed a new international agreement to ban ecocide. Galston was a U.S. biologist who identified the defoliant effects of a chemical later developed into Agent Orange. Subsequently, he was the first in 1970 to characterize massive damage and destruction on ecosystems as ecocide. Today, I'm with Jude Foster, Head of Operations and International Outreach, working with Stop Ecocide International to look at this whole thing of ecocide. So my name is Judy Foster. We started in the UK, but we have now got teams in about 50 countries around the world. And our work is about advocating and campaigning for a new international law of ecocide. Why should we need an ecocide? Most people think that there is an international law to protect the environment, but there really isn't. We currently have uh, laws like genocide, crimes against humanity, crimes of aggression and war crimes. Those crimes are all to do with protecting people. The missing crime is about stopping the worst harm to nature. When an individual or a company destroys a species or a whole ecosystem, at the moment, usually they may just pay a fine because it's generally regulation rather than international law. If we put this new law in place, then companies and perhaps even the chief execs of companies might actually risk going to prison. That's the theory behind this, that what you would be doing, as much as putting people or prosecuting and putting people in prison, you would also be creating a moral, a moral taboo, like a moral red line about what's considered acceptable. We all know that, for example, genocide is not acceptable. Genocide means killing a whole group of people. We all know it's completely not acceptable. It does still sometimes happen, but we all know it's wrong. We want the same thing to be true of ecocide. Ecocide means from the Greek and Latin to kill one's home. And that is what we are doing. As we all know, there is no planet B. There is nowhere else we can go. We have one home and we are destroying it. And we need to find some ways of protecting it. And we believe this is one of the key levers that will create systemic change that we're not against business still. It's just about not destroying the wholesale destruction of nature. Because if we destroy nature, like we are continuing to do, then there will be no businesses. There will be no sure. clean water. We, we will be too hot. We will be too dry. We will have no biodiversity. This is about channeling the finance for business in the right direction and steering us to a better pathway where instead of money going on investments that destroy the environment, the financial flows of in, uh, uh, begin to flow the other way to more, towards more sustainable practices. Regenerative farming, the circular economy, reforestation, renewable energy. If an ecocide law is in place, then projects that risk destroying the environment will no longer risk being illegal and no funder will want to fund those projects and no insurer will want to insure them.
Quite often in, in countries where environmental defenders are trying to protect species, they are seen as the people who are the troublemakers. They are seen as the people who, are, who should be prosecuted for campaigning and protesting. One of the things this law would do changes mass destruction of nature to be a taboo. Then the environmental defenders become the people who are defending the law. So it's sort of shifting that narrative about what environmental defenders, which is, you know, it's really hard. I heard the other day that four environmental defenders a week are murdered somewhere in the world. What do you need from maybe the global south as we push this law? Okay, we have teams in 50 countries and we are really wanting to ramp up this conversation in Africa. We want, at the very least, for people to use the word ecocide to describe the, describe the mass destruction of nature. Talk to your friends and your family about it. Just Let's just use the word and get it as well known, for example, as every, everybody knows the word genocide. Mm. Let's use the word ecocide. Beyond that, we want people to be um, talking about this, pushing their governments to support it. At some point in the future, there will be a vote at the International Criminal Court and we want to mobilise civil society and engage with environmental NGOs, activists and individuals to put pressure on government to say this is something we want and we think is important and we want to engage in a positive, constructive way with governments, ministers uh, of all persuasions to make this happen. Thank you for listening to us. Don't forget next time as we bring back Judy Foster discussing Ecocide Law, part two.